Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to Set the Record Podcast. I'm Malcolm Anthony, and the man from Chicagoland, Kevin Hernandez. I'm so happy to be here. I'm real nervous. Real uh, nervous. Long time listener, first time caller. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there he is. <laughs> man, look here. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter, Set the Record Pod. Like the Facebook page, Set the Record Podcast. Leave us a voicemail. We'd love to hear from you. Anchor.fm slash set the record pod. Special thanks to Indie Pot. And as <laughs> always, if you haven't checked out 20 on the town, check out 10. Uh, check out 20 on the town. You know what I'm check saying? Out. Yeah, I heard that. So look, man, we got a jam-packed show for you today. A lot going on. We got some thunder news. Things are always happening here in Thunderland. The yeah, NBA is heating up. We got the play-in tournament just a few days away. Mm-hmm. Kev and I bring oddballs to the table every time we come to do a podcast. <laughs> UFC 262 came and went, and what a night it was. The NFL schedule release is here, and we got a jam in flavor. So, Kev, man, what do you think, man? Bro, there I have some great news going on. Uh, here in Tulsa, actually, May 31st, I just want to get into some local love. Absolutely, man. Let's do it. Yes. Well, we've been talking about the 100-year anniversary anniversary of the Tulsa Race Massacre. Yes. Now, they're going to have uh, uh, a uh, Remember and Rise event commemorating the 100-year anniversary here on the day, May 31st. It's a Monday. We're going to get the day off. Go to One Oak Field. That's what's going to be happening. Doors open at noon. Uh, the event's going to start at 4. Great, great news coming from the uh, the committee out there. They're going to have John Legend headlining the event. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I can feel yeah. that. Right? Dude, John Legend, He uh, his name says it all. He's a legend. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> First African American to achieve the EGA distinction, which is like he's got uh, like a Tony, an Oscar, an Emmy, and uh, and another one. <laughs> uh, but he's got them all. He's got, yeah, one of, another one of those awards. So yeah, dude, John Legend coming here. He, he realizes how important this is for everyone. It's it's not just Oklahoma and Tulsa history, but this is like Greenwood is. USA history. It's yeah, it's absolutely, man. It's uh, Tulsa, right? Yes, absolutely, yes. Uh, yeah. real cool. I, what I'm reading now is right before they're gonna have a whole dedicated prayer wall that they're gonna have an event earlier in the day, and then later at night a candlelight vigil, a vigil. I mean, so that's gonna be uh, oh uh, man, it, this could be really powerful, powerful stuff. Uh, there's waves and and. Uh, gatherings, and I'm telling you, man, this could be something real powerful for people who are real sensitive to that sort of thing. Bring your crystals, <laughs> bring your crystals, yeah, bring your yeah, emotions. Man, yeah, for sure, man. Calm. It's gonna be full of good energy, good vibes, mm-hmm. and you know, it is gonna be a day of remembrance, and and uh, but it's also a day of celebration, so like it, it's gonna be fantastic because we're gonna have some amazing guest speakers. Yes. Yeah, as you said, John Legend is going to be headlining the event. So, yeah, we've got a lot brewing here, especially at the end of this month. Uh, May is going to be awesome uh, going into yeah. June. 
we've got athletes doing some amazing documentaries and Russ and, and LeBron. So yeah, we've got some super good stuff brewing in Tulsa right now. So man, it's it's about time. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, this this should have been long before in the making. But I'm just yeah. happy to see the like education initiatives, the economic empowerment, the projects, yeah. the uh, just everything that's been going on. Even our very close friend uh, Ibrahim Bikes, who's yeah. in uh, uh, Greenwood production, the play that they're having uh, here in Tulsa. So yeah. it's just, uh, I think it's just absolutely important that we all. And then I'm actually absolutely grateful for knowing, to, for having the history, for knowing to be a little bit more knowledgeable in something like this. Uh, it can go a long way for sure. No, yeah, absolutely, a hundred percent, man. I'm, I'm that's exactly the, the the message we want to get out. So that that's amazing, a hundred percent. Absolutely, and I have some more amazing news for all of those all of us Thunder fans. I want to take I want to take a quick dip into Thunderland. Oh, quick dip, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen of all Thunder fans. We did it. We're down to our very last game of the season. The, we're almost through. We're almost over. <laughs> yes, congratulations. And, 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 an, and an amazing run it has been this year. Um, you know, before the All-Star break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our first half of the season. Was, the first half of the season, we were a respectable franchise. Absolutely. Um, now, yeah. with one game, one game left on the schedule, the Thunder's going to face the Clippers tonight in uh, uh, OKC. But the Thunder don't want to win because they don't have any benefits from winning because of where they are in the uh, the uh, draft lottery. Yeah. Right? But the Clippers also don't want to win because if they win, they move up and they could... Uh, they, they don't. They want to avoid the Lakers at all possible. You know what I mean? Until the conference finals. No. Uh, yeah, I get that. But you know, for oh man, this is a sad because this will be the whole month of May. We lost every game. We lost every game. Mm-hmm. I mean, in April, April we beat the Celtics. Okay, barely, but we beat the Celtics. In March, yeah. we got a win versus the Spurs. And mm-hmm. we actually went on a two-game winning streak, you know. We won three of four at one point. Woo! We beat the Spurs, we beat the Mavs, and we we beat the Grizzlies all in three of four. We ended up, man, I mean, like, March was respectable, man. What happened? Yeah. No. <laughs> I don't know. Because since April 1st, the, the Thunder went one and 23. Yeah. No, you know, um, look, we uh, we needed we needed to uh, capitalize on these draft picks, man, you know. Yes. Or else, why are we doing this? What why, don't, why, why isn't there a superstar on the Thunder already, or something like? Why? Yeah, exactly. What? What was the point? If um, we if we if we picks, or we're, we're just gonna keep training for picks? I don't get it. Or for veterans that don't want to play for the Thunder, <laughs> it's it's complicated. It's complex. But so is the NBA at the moment, man. With the play-in tournament, East the the East teams have kind of, have kind of already kind of like figured each other out. Uh, West seeding still hasn't been determined yet, dude. It's uh, uh oh man, the, the NBA this playing tournament's making everything way more interesting here. Not way more, but definitely every single year, the the final game of the seasons, the final day of the NBA season, regular season, it always is. There's always a little bit of drama in something. Where who's gonna fit where? What's gonna end up happening? And this season, there's so many storylines. So many storylines in the NBA. Yeah, no, absolutely. And the Thunder didn't take part in very many of them. Um, you know, it, 
uh, that's kind of the, the weird part as, as, as uh, what we dealt with here in Thunderland. Um, you know, mm-hmm. we're so used to having like a Russell or, you know, uh, Kevin Durant. Yeah. And, and we're being we've always been involved in these playoff moments. And um, even last year, Chris Paul, you know, SGA and we were in the bubble. The young guys we had. Mm-hmm. So yeah. We were, I mean, we made it all the way to the fourth seed. And we were, like I said, it's tough to 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 lose um, and take this all season has been really difficult. I mean, and I'll be honest as a, as a huge fan of basketball and um, just the thunder as a squad in general, I really can't go through what Philadelphia went through to get Embiid and Simmons and all that. And I'm pretty sure the Oklahoma small market can't stand for that either. No. Um, so these draft picks, uh, they better, they better figure this out. Um, so, exactly. yeah, and I am optimistic. We, they've been smart. We've obviously done really well in drafting. Baisley is really good. Dort is really good. Yes. And, and, and there is potential in, in Poku um, and, and uh, Rope. I mean, like I said, we've got yeah, guys Gabriel, all that, over the floor. Yeah. Who, Deck, yeah. I mean, like I said, everybody – and of course, SGA is our star right now. But there's, there's the boy Brown with him, Jalen, not Jalen Brown. I can't remember Brown. I can't remember. But yeah, yeah, yeah. There's definitely something there. Uh, they Moses have a, Brown. Yeah, there's Moses there's, Brown. Yeah, yeah, there's there's lots of kids, lots of young men on the on the court that have got so much game. Theo Maldon. I mean, I don't want to forget him either because oh yeah, he shows so much potential. And absolutely, it's like I said, we have so much to like to look forward to. It's so hard to see uh, the forest through the trees, you know. It's like I, I, I don't know, man. I wanna, mm-hmm. I wanna get through this moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. One more day, man. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll worry about the off season. Hopefully, something happens. But hey, one, one more game, <laughs> and, and after that, they, they can kick back and, and, and just uh, enjoy the summer. <laughs> <laughs> yes, dude. Yes, dude. Well, hey, man. We already started talking about them. Let's talk about this. Uh, the NBA, man. Let's talk about what else is going on outside of uh, the here in OKC. No, absolutely. I love it. No, let us play basketball. That's all I'm saying. Hey, you want to play? We want to talk it, Kevin. <laughs> this is the deal. Yeah. Yes, dude. Yes, dude. This is the deal, man. So it's dude, it's shaking up pretty wild. East and West, both are the both top seeds are down to one game apiece. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like Brooklyn is one game behind Philly, and yeah. Utah is one game ahead Phoenix in the West. Yes. So yes, this is shaking up pretty wild. What do you think is going to go down, bro? Oh man! First of all, the Phoenix Suns rising from the ashes as a sun or as a phoenix does <laughs> but no man they, <laughs> the uh, they own the tiebreaker over jazz so if they win tonight they get the first seed which is bananas because that means the jazz can't even not that it make a huge difference but the jazz can't sleep or rest tonight they have to play because yeah, the phoenix is are gonna ball out. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, because the Suns are playing the Spurs, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Suns got yeah. the Spurs. Oh man, so this is this is definitely gonna be very interesting. The Jazz play the Kings, who who have been uh, known to pull off an upset. I'll be honest. Yeah. The Kings Kings play a, a pretty 
spicy brand of basketball sometimes. Yes. Yes. And, and uh, as, as a as a Thunder fan, we got whooped by the Kings three times this month. So no. uh, it, I, their memory is very very fresh in, into my brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because you're absolutely right. Because I know what you mean by the spiciness. They got this picante sauce about them. <laughs> they're like 30, 31 and forty, but the the way that they scrap, uh, man, they they'd be a powerhouse in the East. <laughs> from you know what I mean, just from they they got a squad out there for sure. So that's not going to be an easy win. But it's crazy how the Trailblazers and the Lakers are in the playoffs, but they're not. They haven't really figured out the seating's not yet determined. So they both they're in, but they're they're not sure if one of them's in the tournament, the playing tournament, or if they're in the playoff spot. It's it's just absolutely crazy because again, it just comes down to the very last day, and then well, that, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 like you said, it comes down to the very last day, and it's funny because both teams play tonight at eight o'clock, so neither one of them can kind of take a moment off, right? Because yeah. They're they're watching each other's game. They're playing at the same time, so like you're gonna you have no time to like wait to see if Portland loses or if Los Angeles mm-hmm. got whooped or or you know what I mean. So like this is it's definitely coming down to it. I don't know what the Nuggets the Nuggets are gonna do because right mm-hmm. now the Nuggets are sitting in this three four spot with the Clippers. Yeah. Right, right. So if the mm-hmm. Nuggets win, they'll keep that third seed uh-huh. but if yeah. but but if the lakers win then they'll end up playing the lakers first so and, and they would want the fourth seed they would you know? want the fourth seed right yeah. so you you think you think denver wants to lose to portland anyways yeah just yeah. just to confirm but you also don't what if the lakers lose you don't want to lose that spot you know, I tell you what, the Lakers are not going to lose tonight uh, against the Bellies. Yeah, okay. I, mean, I know Brandon Ingram. He always shows out against them. He all he he really has a he hates LeBron, man. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think Brandon Ingram is so salty with LeBron. I think he loved it being in L.A. And yeah, I think there's always going to be salt there. Yeah. Uh, but. <laughs> Uh, so I do, I, but I think the Lakers go in. They're going to handle their business first three quarters, and then the sound like they did yesterday. And then LeBron's going to have to come back into the game with Anthony Davis, and then they have to close out the game because the they're going to go. The Pelicans are going to go on like a thirteen to two run, and <laughs> very yeah, yeah, specific make, because this is yeah, what happened yeah. yesterday. I was so pissed off. Uh, that's funny. Yeah, make it a, a close seven point game. And it's like, it was ridiculous. Too close. The Lakers had the game in the bag, dude. Mm. They had the game in the bag, and the bench just fucking dropped the ball. It's like, dude, seriously. Uh, yeah, the, oh, that gets the Pacers. Dude, but the Pacers are. Uh, I know they got fighters on their team. I love Sabonis. Yeah, they got something. And yeah, they got yeah, but like Sabonis didn't play, man. And like, oh, man. Uh, so like uh, I, I didn't. There's no excuse, man. The, the Ka- Karis Levert went off, but come on. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, that hasn't happened since he was a uh, uh, net. <laughs> That's right. And he, yeah, he was playing in the net. New Jersey. Yeah, yeah way he, back, he, way he back in New, New Jersey. Jersey. Oh hell no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Jason Kidd, you got uh, Vince Carter, <laughs> Chris Levert. Yeah, yeah. You remember Karis Levert? He was on that same squad. Richard Jefferson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Richard Jefferson. He's got a great podcast, by the way. Everybody was there. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, this is, uh, it's, it's very cool, though. The play-in, uh, I'm, I'm very excited to see how this plays out. We have to. Uh, I mean, Wednesday, I the play-in. Mm-hmm. And that's what's going to be exciting. Like, this week, uh, we're going to... So by by definitely the end of the day, we're gonna we're gonna know who's gonna be facing who on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Play playing game starts, but uh, we mentioned him last week, and I, we have to give him props again with uh, um, uh, Russell Westbrook, right? The triple double. He he's passed. The, he's the number one triple double. He is the lead, lead, man. Yep. Yeah, one eighty two, something like that, I believe. If I'm not mistaken, yep. he's one hundred two now triple doubles. Uh, on Friday, the Wizards beat the Cavaliers. They knocked out Chicago from the seeding, the top ten seeding, the playing tournament. They they they're in this the the playing game, and it's so playing crazy. Indiana. How, yeah, yeah, and it's crazy how they pushed him. Like when Russell Westbrook got shipped off to the Wizards, it seemed like the rest of the NBA was like, okay, that's it. He's not going to get in the way. Get him out of here. We can you know deal with everything else. But then the Wizards go on a late season win streak. They they. They're like six and four in their last ten games. Before that, they were like seven and zero. Oh, uh, the previous seven games, it's just crazy how hard Westbrook's been playing. And to see Washington in the playoffs uh, battling for this playing tournament, I think that's really cool. I think it's really fun. And if we don't throw roses at our boy Russell Westbrook, as I mentioned, if you don't like him, oh, I mentioned it before about LeBron James. But if you don't like Westbrook now, then you're a hater. <laughs> you know? No, well, yeah, no. Similar point though, too, because. Yeah, Russell, man, you, he he he's obviously he's a tryhard, man. He's he's a guy who's gonna go out there. He's gonna give you everything he's got, every ounce of yeah, his yeah. energy. I mean, all of it. He puts it all on the floor, um, and that's what we loved about Russ here in Oklahoma. Uh, so yeah. uh, having a guy like that to be on your side, man, you want to go to war a war with a guy like that, you know. Yeah, so. you want you want him on your team. You want you want to, you, you he, he's a real leader. It seems like. So, um, yeah, man. And Washington's lucky to have him. And Bradley Beal is man lucky to have a co-captain. Yes. Like so yeah, man. This is exciting uh, for Washington. Uh, they had the little skid there, losing to the Hawks two games in a row, but still pulled it man. out, clinching against the Cavs. Um, yeah. And, and yeah, like you said, man, it's it's cool to see Russ thrive in a, in an environment. Too. Exactly. Uh, they, they were throwing him away, man. Yeah, they shipped him off to uh, Washington. <laughs> you know, like they they they, they want to get rid of him. Uh, but yeah, oh, but you mentioned the Hawks a moment ago, man. The Hawks, the Knicks, the way the how high that they are in the seating is absolutely. Um, I'm I'm blown away because the Knicks are 40 and 31, and they were only uh, predicted to win 22 games this season. Yeah, well, man, you, Julius Randle. Uh, no one, no one saw that coming. I would say, except for me. I mean, maybe not literally, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, I, this was predictable. I love Julius. I loved him when he was with the Lakers. Um, I knew he had this potential. He just needed to be given the opportunity to be the number one guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and 70 games played this season. Uh, dude is leading his team in rebounds, points, assists. I mean, this dude. Shit. Is, uh beast. That king. That king. Yeah. yeah. Four and ten and six. I tell yeah. and then what the Atlanta Hawks are doing. Uh, they played this rugged, rugged brand of basketball to the Knicks, man. <laughs> they played just mean mean deep. Uh, and that's that's low compared to everybody else. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. But and but they keep their players or they keep their um the opponents lower. 
Like yeah. they they really do play exactly. hard on defense. Like nineties. Uh, Tom Thibodeau, man. Yes, Tom Thibodeau. I'd, I'd argue he could be uh, just because of what I, he's I, done. That's for sure debatable. Um, for sure debatable. I could argue. Absolutely. Yeah, I'll throw down, dude. I'll throw down the gauntlet, dude. I'll be like, you talking about Thibodeau? My Tibbs. I'm gonna. <laughs> I will take you everywhere he's been, and I'm gonna drag your ass to Minnesota. I'm gonna drag you to Chicago, and I'm taking you back up to New. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. everywhere, everywhere. <laughs> yeah, Quinn Quinn Snyder's gonna be possibly have that uh, with Utah as well. I mean, that, yes. that's a pretty big. Uh, I think with yes. them leading the whole NBA, um, you know what? Mm-hmm. no, you're absolutely right. Wouldn't be shocked by that either. Okay, coach of the coach of the East is gonna be Thibodeau. <laughs> and then no no but I know what you mean because that no that's an excellent because yeah the Jazz do the Jazz don't get enough credit but they are they have been they're like number one for the longest time this like throughout the whole season so the whole no. yeah they rode it out man definitely and and they've had they've stayed healthy like here up until the last bit with Mike yes. Conley and uh, they stayed together the best yeah no you're absolutely right man it's just so crazy how the seeding is yet not yet determined every single game every single team is playing today there's not one game there's not one team that's off and i love that though the nba is going to go all out like that uh so no we'll just see how it all pans out man but yep tuesday man the play in nine ten east uh and seventh eighth east the east plays on tuesday we'll play on wednesday so yeah man very 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 exciting just two yeah, I can't. I know. I can't wait. I say we take a step out of the shop and we talk about our odd balls. Uh oh. Uh oh. So My friend, I have something. I read something regarding the weight of Americans. Okay. It's not even just regarding this. Listen to what U.S. Airlines. They're going to start, they may need to start weighing its passengers to comply with FAA rules. Now, the company, and then this is like, this is like for this, I'm going to read what the company stated on their, I'm I'm on this thing called View from the Wing, and it talks about like different airline things that you need to be watching out for. But the company, US Airlines says that the assumptions that were made for passengers are seriously outdated. And, and then this is quotes, Americans are getting fatter and to ensure the safety of all, the weight and the, the weight of the aircraft and the passengers must be known for smaller aircraft, smaller aircraft. But keep this in mind, dude, the, the company says that 77, the, uh, uh, the average American weighs 77 kilograms or 169 pounds. Now, I'll tell you this, as an American, I could tell you, that I passed 169 pounds years ago. <laughs> and it's, uh, you know, uh, uh, there's not going to be like an overweight fee, but what's going to end up happening <laughs> is they're going to start removing seats, less people, because people are just getting bigger and bigger. And I'm worried about, you know, what if there's somebody's undersized? Is, no, it, would I get a discount? Incorrect. You're going to get an undersized fee. You're going to get an oversized fee. You're going to get a perfectly weight fee. You know, there's always going to be... <laughs> There's going to be all these fees coming. And uh, people online have been like freaking out that the government just wants to take their measurements or take the t- uh, take their weight to see how big Americans have gotten. 
or big bones or thyroids or whatever, whatever it is. But other airlines like Air New Zealand, Samoan Air, and Uzbekistan Airways has been weighing their passengers for years now to ensure the safety. Isn't that Um, crazy? Well, crazy or smart that they're trying to find the weight limit for the poor planes that are being overworked (laughs) by these fat fucking people. Dude, look. Yeah. The poor airline. Shouldn't have to deal with this. No, look, man, that it's definitely sad. Sad proof. And I don't I, I don't I totally believe that this should happen. Uh this, yeah. they're just trying to be responsible for their stuff, man. Which look, uh They're absolutely right. I, look, a, 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 a roller coaster would not let you on if the bar doesn't go over your belly. You know what I mean? Uh, if the if the or, thing won't clint, if it won't lock, you can't get on. If you're not too, if you're not tall enough, you can't ride this ride. If you're too heavy, you can't yeah. ride this ride. If you're too light, you can fly off of this ride. In some mm-hmm. cases, uh, yeah, just terrifying. But, yeah, definitely. So, right. so uh, dude, I, there has to be regulations. There has to be rules, and I totally, I love it. That's that's totally makes sense. Yeah. Right. Oh man. Okay. Good. Good. Well, I'm glad I brought it up. Because there's a, a this could be an app, like a wake up call, you know, uh, especially for the, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, uh, I love it. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. I, I'm all for it because not even just like. Well, I'll tell you this: the extra weight, the passengers, the the luggage, the plane itself. Uh, they they were doing these tests, and it was like a ton, uh, more than like one ton of fuel per flight per overweight something like the math on it is is you know real complex but the crotches of people that's pants is filled with belly fat that is scary you know there's something that we could do <laughs> we have there's something that we can all do is just uh work on our work on ourselves <laughs> but yeah man u.s airlines if you're a little bit uh self-conscious about your body weight or your body type and you want to fly don't take u.s airlines because they they <laughs> They well, may look, put man, you on that The <laughs> idea isn't fat shaming, right? Look, oh, we all... Oh. Yes. Better or something. At 160, it's not overweight, okay. if that's the case. If that's, that's what they're going to go ahead and play. play. Uh, no. no, that's the old one. That's the old... The average American used to weigh 169. <laughs> Yeah, I'm well, telling you right now. Someone's left leg, maybe. Yeah. But... Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. Like I said, it, 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 we can't expect people to be perfect. However, we can all better. Now, the idea in life yeah. is to always want to improve, right? So exactly, exactly, and that's why I bring up the eyeball. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, well, man, I got one for you too. Yeah. Uh, crazy weekend. Crazy weekend in Texas. Uh, it's a go topless uh, Jeep weekend. I didn't know if you knew about this. I uh, I wish I would have known. <laughs> okay, yeah. So people go out there, these Jeep enthusiasts, uh, take the tops off their Jeeps. And, and, and they go and have these, like, parties day and night. 1,100 people showed up to the festivities. Um, and it, it got pretty wild. Over 100 people got arrested and 86 of those arrests 
were for minor offenses like public intox. Nine of those people guys. Uh, quite the crazy event. But, you know, uh, I just want to ask, are you... Uh, Bottom line, are you in or are you out? I mean, you into this topless deep weekend? Uh, hell yeah. <laughs> Bro, uh, I've been like... For a reason. Now that like the CDC says if you got fully vaccinated, bro, you could. What were we talking about? Meditating uh, uh, in public grounds or something? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, I'm looking for a reason to go out. Like uh, uh, just I, I want. I, okay, things like that normalized and normalized in the world. Even though that that kind of. I mean, I'm not sure how that how long that's been going on, but it seems that seems relatively. You know, you're in your own car, you have your own space, you drink a little bit, you know, you take your top off of your car. <laughs> that sounds like a great time. Right, I'm, yeah, in. I'm in. Dude, I know for sure down in Texas, the tops of the car was not the only thing coming up. I know that's right, dude. I know that's right. Texas, dude, Texas is like America's America. <laughs> <laughs> That's the very most polite way to talk about Texas I've ever heard. Yes. Um, uh, yeah, that, was, that was fantastic. Incredible. You deserve an Thank award, you. Kevin, for the way you, Thank you. you held back. And that was beautiful. Mm-hmm. And, I, and you know what? I'm going to bring up Texas later on in the show uh, towards the end here. But uh, when the last, I was just in Texas last week and I met the greatest I met so many great people and then whenever we would start talking like where are you from Once I, one guy said he was from Nevada one guy said he moved there from California one guy said he was from Kansas City when they asked me where I'm from I'm like I'm visiting from Tulsa you know what I mean like the mo- it was everybody was so freaking nice and nobody was from there <laughs> yeah right it yeah, was crazy that's for sure yeah so something like this dude or like a jeep party or you know how they're like Austin's kind of like blowing up at the moment. Dallas is blowing up. Mm-hmm. The, you're gonna bring in all of the great people, and it's gonna be like a melting pot, and it's gonna be uh, new faces, old events. You know, this could be like a whole new generational thing. It's really exciting what's going on in Texas. Texas, I'm not kidding you. Texas is like the dopest place I've been recently. And I, I used to hate, but when I was up there last week, dude, man, they have an IKEA. They have three IKEAs. Come on, man. <laughs> three of them, Dad. <laughs> yes. A little excessive, yeah. don't you think? A little bit, but so is taking your top off at uh you know, or so is getting DUIs at a Jeep. You know what I mean? Like yeah, Jeep rally, yeah, that's fair. That's very fair. <laughs> yeah. The police were just yes. waiting. Yeah, the, yeah, basically, yeah. The police were like, all right, we'll just hang out here and then they'll just do it themselves. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, they'll just they'll walk right into the police car. Don't we have to worry about it? Right, there's a checkpoint here. There's a checkpoint here. This guy's just walking around with the DUI, <laughs> breathalyzer, or breathalyzer. I mean, no, man. And then in Texas, <laughs> no, yeah, I believe it. Uh, the great thing about Texas is that it still seems civilized, not like that lawless swamp in Florida. <laughs> oh God, yeah, that no, for sure, not like that. We uh, we, we, we might touch on that later, huh? <laughs> yes, dude, bro. Well, from uh, I say, dude, we should stay in Texas. We should talk about what went down yesterday, UFC 262 at the Toyota Center in Houston. Yeah, yeah. Uncle Dana, man, yes, Uncle Dana put on a, a little uh, a good card for UFC 262. Dude, he is good to us. He is good to us. 
even with the uh, uh, the uh, early prelim, the very first fight, uh, Christos Giagos ended up getting the performance of the night bonus, which is now seventy five grand. Yeah. Right? Very first fight, dude. In the second round, he gets a uh, a Darius choke on Sean Soriano and puts Sean to sleep. Knocked him out. The referee, the referee, kind of like didn't even realize he was out. And when he like, when he like uh, uh, let him go, his body ragdolled and there was drool coming out of his. The dude looked out, and he ended up winning the performance of the night. Very first fight, dude. Just to show you how it's gonna start off. Yeah, well, that's that's definitely um, a crowd pleaser and definitely a toned setter. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, that's yes, definitely dude. the way to go off in the beginning of a, a card. And yeah, I mean, the, the whole card I felt top to bottom was really really good. Um, I did, yeah, I mean, Andrea Lee beating uh, Shevchenko. Um, I thought that was a good fight. Submits her, dude. Made yeah. her tap. Almost broke her arm. Yeah, I was kind of shocked by that, uh, but she dominated the fight. Uh, Lee did uh, top to yeah. bottom. I mean, she she really uh, dominated. I mean, she got her with the triangle uh, with armbar, triangle choke with armbar. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, deep, deep. And then Jordan Wright uh, over Jamie Pickett. Jordan, uh, he was against the fence, landed some nasty elbows, pushed him off. His body shot what really hurt Jamie to the point where when he dropped, Jordan just dropped the flying or hammer fist, hammer fist, hammer fist. I thought that was a crazy knockout. But then what Souza, uh, Andre Muniz did to Souza's arm, broke it, broke it. I have not seen that in a little bit. And then, oh man, I mean, not I mean a leg break, but the, the way that he broke Souza's arm, his arm was broken. It popped, snapped, and the referee called it. And oh, they had a yeah, it. yeah, middleweight, man. I think uh, this guy... Uh, uh, this guy right here, uh, Moon is going to be someone to uh, mess yeah. with, man. Yeah, he, he's yeah. definitely, definitely on a tear right now. He's been winning. He's been winning a lot. So, Bro, uh, it took him long um, since he's been in the UFC. Exactly. What's crazy is it took him about like uh, uh, almost like four minutes or something to to get a hold and then break uh, uh, Souza's arm. But it's crazy, like because you don't really expect that in a fight where you're like, okay, the fight's about to start. Four minutes from now, this guy's gonna have a broken arm. This you know guy, I mean? right? Exactly. Yeah, that yeah. Is, it's definitely a, a tough, a tough pill to swallow at times. But yes. the the five, the freaking main card, man. The oh. the five fights we had there. Holy moly, dude! You called that Shane Borgos Edson Barbosa fight. You said that that was gonna be the one to watch for or something. You said you. I remember you mentioned to me about Shane Borgos. I yeah. did not expect that they were both going at it, dude. But what a delay knockout you know what i mean what whoa that's the second time that's happened to shane yeah where, uh, his body wants to or he wants to keep fighting but his body's shutting down right yeah no yeah and you can see the heart man he wanted to keep going man but god edson man this guy how didn't he get the belt how hasn't he won a belt I don't know. I, I Dude, keep... When he wins, it seems like he's he wins spectacularly. But you know, he lost. He lost to uh, Nurmagomedov. He lost to Kevin Lee, Gaethje, Felder, and Dan Ige last Dan year. Ige. So it's like, yeah, he's yeah. on a comeback, and he looks really good. Mm-hmm. It really so does. I guess we'll see how how this plays out in the featherweight division. But we. We got things Bro. heating up all over this octagon, man. The fights yes. were just crazy. I mean, okay, so did you not think that this fight was 
poorly scored by the refs. Uh, Chukagan and uh, Vivian Arajo. Yes. Ara- yeah. Yeah. Arajo. I get. I yeah, get. I mean, thirty twenty-seven was I, I thought crazy. I thought maybe this fight could have been a split decision, and I, in fact, I thought uh, the other girl won. Yes, but it was not unanimous. Not at all. It seemed, I thought there was moments where Caitlyn was in trouble or seemed rocked. She had a lot of big shots. Caitlyn seemed like she was the the just putting on the pressure, the leg kicks, constantly throwing something at the legs, constantly yeah, but- throwing punches, but they weren't connecting. They weren't making damage like... Uh, 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 She's a pitter puncher. She's like Mayweather almost. So like, mm-hmm. um, so like, I felt like um, uh, Rujo. She she won the first round, and then the second round was like a. It could have been a draw. I could have saw the fight ending yeah. in a draw because she dominated top position. She had control for like two and a half minutes, yeah. um, and then Chukagan came out swinging, but she lands like I said a bunch of pillow punches. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, yeah. for real though. I mean, when's the last time you saw Chukagan knock someone out? Oh, gee, I can't even remember. I've seen her get knocked Guess out. What? You haven't. You've ah. never seen it. Yes, You've never seen it because the last time she won by knockout was against Stephanie Bergreik in 2016 in the CF the CFFC 57. I don't even know what that is. Oh, okay. gosh. So she's not a knockout artist. She's been knocked out by Jessica Andretti, and she's been knocked out by Shevchenko, mm-hmm. and that's it. So she's got no knockout power, and she's proved that her whole UFC career. Yeah. Win yeah. by decision, win by decision, win by split, win by unanimous. Yeah, so it seems like she's. Night, it was not but... unanimous. No, and that's what I was about to say. It seems like if she makes it to the judges, she's it, that's her better up. That's her highest opportunity of winning the fight. Yep, is if get in the judges' hands because she punches a lot. I mean, she yeah, she three hundred strikes she threw three hundred. God, the blonde fighter. The, no, yeah, no, she's not. She's she's definitely a good striker, but she's, yeah. she's got no power behind those punches. Yeah. Um, and then the the next fight. Um, the bantamweight fight uh, between uh, Schnell and Batoran, dude. I, I personally thought Schnell won this fight. Yes, and that was crazy. Just because the 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 fight was always the pace was just on, just constantly on. Because uh, I saw that too. I was surprised because I had one eye on it. I had one eye on the fight, and I was kind of just well, you know, swimming in the pool. <laughs> but. The when I saw the outcome, I thought that thing was a little sinister as well. That there was something else that maybe I don't know. I didn't see it. I, I mean, I didn't like watch the full fight, but I did not. From what I saw, I thought Schnell was the better fighter, the better grappler. He looked bigger at bantamweight. Like he looks like a bigger dude than uh, uh what was his name? Uh, Boratonin, Boratonin. But uh, it just it's just you know something something. So what do you think of? The upset, I guess, of the night, we can call it. We can go ahead and call it this for now. We can. Uh, dude, Tony Ferguson's falling off a cliff, man. Yes, dude. Tony Ferguson versus Benil Darush. Benil was the better fighter, wrestler. Uh, Tony looks scared to throw. Tony uh, 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 did not. I think it, he 
barely threw anything, and the most he threw was... <laughs> yeah, up kicks. It's up kicks. He threw more up kicks than punches. Yeah, like, it, it was bizarre, it was man. What happened? He used to be terrifying. He used to be menacing. He used to bring people down to his level. You like drag them down, tire them out, bring them to hell, put them in pain, this win dude the fight. Was El Kukui, man. Let me let me tell you who yes. this guy went through at some point. Yes. You know, Edson Barbosa, RDA, man, Kevin Lee, Anthony Pettis, Donald Cerrone, uh, man. Like back nice. when these guys were like the deal. You know, like, ah man, this is crazy. To see yeah. this guy fall off it is very Shocking. Yes. Um, and he is he is 37 years old. Um, yeah. You got to put that into some consideration. And, and, and what do you think the fight was that did this to him? Bro, uh, there was no doubt about it. Uh, I noticed that there was a huge change in uh, Tony Ferguson after the Justin Gaethje fight. Yeah. Even, dur- yeah, even during the fight. I mean, you can tell he has so much heart. And even in this fight on last night, he yes. has so much heart because uh, he yes. he refused to be put out. He refused to tap. He clearly got his leg was shredded. Knee popped everything. He had an uh, 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 Benil had an ankle lock on him. I'd like to see the MRI results on that. Yes, and then uh, uh, Benil Darus said that he felt the whole thing pop. Yep, he said he knew he had it and he didn't tap and he fought like that. Well, kind of because he ended up like falling, fighting off his back a lot. Yeah, but. Bro, it was so crazy to see it because he used to be like the top, you know, the top guy. And just to yeah, see him one now. Of the guys you never wanted to see, never wanted to mess with. And yeah, at a fight, at a win streak like he had, that's it was worthy of having a belt and fighting for a belt. And he never got that chance. Uh, it was always injury. It was always something that happened uh, that would mess up the card. And, and man, yeah. it sucks. It sucks. It sucks for Tony. Absolutely, dude. And then he but, got stripped of the title. Or he had that uh, interim title belt for a little bit. Then he got stripped when he like tripped over wires, which that should have never happened. He shouldn't have gotten stripped. But nah, man, it's uh, UFC is crazy. I- I'd like to see him maybe down the future working with, with like uh, in the UFC Apex or something. There's got to be something the UFC can do for him. But you got to get him out of the octagon, man. Because uh, okay, uh, there's one more fight. I-, I-, I read something that there could be like just another exciting fight for him. Just to leave or something would be like a Nate Diaz fight weight or something but as for light heavyweight bro or lightweight he's not the top contender anymore I think he's we just I don't know I, I, I don't I'd be okay if we don't see him fight in, uh, oh man I tell you what this was his last chance I believe uh Dana's gonna cut him yeah something. in my opinion I mean you lose three fights in a row and the UFC is a top guy um I think that's the end of your your road at 37 you know oh, yeah yeah you're right you're right you're right yeah I mean, dana's old. cut dana's cut for less man oh, yeah <laughs> he's cut winners he's got people that won before he's cut people on winning streets no yeah i mean look i mean look at anthony rumble man just went on and 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 did just fine man he's got guys uh ryan bader who are doing just fine in other divisions mighty mouse doing just fine in other divisions yes. other other areas other, yeah and other leagues or ufc uh not ufc but other uh fighting promotions uh, yeah promotions mm-hmm. yeah absolutely i mean the guys have left ufc and done just fine so but the main event man holy crap so yeah. that was new, right 
man, uh, Charles, Char- Charles, Charles Oliveira versus the newcomer, just eight months in to his UFC contract into the UFC, uh, Bellator's champ. Michael Chandler, Missouri. Yeah, well, I think from Missouri, or he went to he, he's something. He went to school in uh, college, high school in Missouri. This dude's, uh, oh yeah, High Ridge, High Ridge, Missouri, bro. This guy is like, oh, like American stock. Do you know what I'm saying? Like cream. Don't he look like it? Yes, yeah, he really does. Like he, I wish he would run for president, bro. That's what we need. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I'm not gonna go that far yet. But this guy, he seems like he's got the winning attitude. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll tell you. Watching the first round, uh, if you want to start just with the first round, man, we got um, huge punches by Michael Chandler just immediately. It looks, yes. it looked as if Charles did not want to be hit by Mike at all. I mean, it no. looked like the second Chandler touched him, uh, Olivia was, is, was going to be out. Like it, it yes. looked like he was about to be knocked out early. And, and Buckled him. Mm-hmm. He, he buckled him. He got on top of him. He, I mean, Chandler was dominating the first round, and I thought yeah. after it was over. I mean, I thought I thought Charles was going to be gassed, and I thought he was going to be exposed still. because of he was yes. he was still hurt. Yes, yeah, coming into that uh, exact same thing, the exact same thing. Uh, Chandler swarming. It seemed like every single punch was either was to the body or to the head. Or yeah. Charles Oliveira did get that crazy right as the fight started. He got that uh, low kick that like took oh leg- that took his legs out. Yeah, that was crazy. That was yeah, crazy. No, uh, no, and it was awesome because I loved it. And what you saw, I guess, for me, from what I saw was that Oliveira has the heart of a champion and a guy yeah. and the will of a guy who can go the length of time that you want a champion to be able to do and to take a beating uh, like he did and overcome. You know, kind of, you remember like, that was like crazy. Uh, Anderson Silva getting swarmed by Chael Sonnen and then, and by, you know, ending in a triangle that time, you know? So yes. it's like, it's like this was like to overcome a, a, a beat down of a first round like that. I was just yeah. waiting for Olivier to get knocked out in the second or maybe third round. I know. So if did I. I was, like, I was just I was like, when's he going to get knocked out? I know. I saw that too. I, I was like, oh man, Michael Chandler's going to do this. Like yep. he's going to step into the... Like, I didn't I, want I, it. I, I didn't want hurt. it. Yeah, I know. I wanted Olivier to win it so bad. Me too. Me too. There was something about the way he walked out. There was something about the way he... The, the Embedded series. Dude, this guy, I knew he's a champ. I, so I wanted him to win. So when he came into that second round, aggressive as hell, didn't even yep. act... He was, just took off at him. It only took him 17 seconds. He landed yeah. a hook. No, he landed. It was like straight shots. Then he landed that left hook as uh, Michael Chandler was trying to like uh, uh, run, not run away. Run away, yeah. Face. Yeah, and, I loved it. I loved ah, the way it ended. It was perfect. He hit him. Dude, he, and Charles, is. he's got clean shots. He doesn't swing yeah. wild. They're all in the pocket. It's all nice. Super um, fundamental. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, he had that one, and he, had he needed a, every bit of it. Because if he weren't yes. as technical as he was, he was going to be knocked out. Yes, yes. And to show, to show that that uh, Charles Oliveira just kind of like run, um, to show that aggressiveness after getting dropped, where you thought Michael Chandler was feeling confident, and he's like, "Okay, let me show you what I'm about." Uh, and, and then you saw, I saw Charles Oliveira in a brand new light. He's the new light heavyweight champion. Uh, 
man, he is, uh, he's only 31. He's been fighting in the UFC since he was 20. Bro, 20. Yeah, he could have. And then, dude, he's fought, like, he's fought, like, uh, yes. And for him to finally get a shot at UFC Golden to get it, that is amazing. And especially over Michael Chandler, who we just mentioned, just he's the new face. How is he getting a shot at this already? He's only, this is like his second fight in the UFC, third fight, and he's getting a UFC shot at the, uh, the belt. That's not, you know, but I'm glad Charles got it. I think what we deserve next with uh, Michael Chandler would be against uh, Justin Gaethje, bro. Uh, no, well, dude, uh, what's going to happen after this fight? Oliveira is going to fight the winner between uh, Poirier and McGregor. Yeah, you're right. That's right. So, yeah, that's going to be very, very exciting. Uh, the belt, I don't want to say it's going to be in his hands for a short amount of time because he is so capable. He's got amazing jujitsu, um, and anybody who's going to fight him is going to have a problem. So, right. uh, yeah, his... his He's got a crazy fight history. If you look at all the guys he's fought, it's, it's incredible. Like he's got this list because he's been in the UFC for so long, you know, to fight for 28 fights in the UFC. He's been in since 2010, dude, 2010. Uh, uh, could you imagine? I mean, all the guys who are in the lightweight division. Um, and I think he fought it like, uh, uh, I think he fought it a uh, higher weight at some point as well. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I, I remember. Uh, uh, I think... uh, lower weight. I'm sorry. I think he fought at a lower weight, a flyweight or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he was having issues, Olivier, early in his career, uh, with with some some weight cuts and stuff. But yes. yeah, dude, this, this it was awesome to see him break through. And it's funny because if you think about it, Chandler, you like, dude, I'll give you five minutes, see what you could do about beating Olivier. And and Olivier was like, all right, I'll take 19 seconds. I don't even need the full five. <laughs> Which is yeah, absolutely crazy, dude. The way he just pounced like that. Yeah, man. It, I'm uh, ah, yeah. I, I'm excited to see him because I know, man, he was like the like a top prospect, a top Brazilian prospect for years, and it's just awesome. It's just awesome to to that he finally got to the top, dude. He, oh man, it's great. You think now Benelli Darnush should fight Michael Chandler? Ooh. To ah. go to see who uh, has a chance to fight the winner of McGregor, Poirier. That's not Oliveira. bad. That's not bad. That wouldn't be a bad idea because it would because... Give, it would it would give Chandler a chance to to fight a guy who clearly looked really dominant. Um, yes, and uh, possibly bounce back in Michael Chandler, um, or he ain't worth it, and and Benelli Darnoush is, is the guy. Because no, dude, Benelli Darnoush, like he, okay, so after defeating uh, like top ranked Tony Ferguson, right? I think he now deserves to be uh, like top five in the light heavyweight. He's definitely a contender, dude. He's definitely somebody you got to watch out for. I say, because yeah, because I know uh, um, he was ninth before the fight, so now he's got to be at least fifth because he's got to be up there. He's got to be up there. I think, dude. Because I would love to see that fight. I think Michael, uh, Michael Chandler would be great. Uh, I think that would be a great fight. But also, the light heavyweights, dude, there's so many great fighters that are in there. I would hate to see... I think of what would be a good fight for him. Because this guy looked good all around, bro. His stand-up looked good. His grappling looked good. His ground game looked good. This can be a guy yeah. that you can just really put on the pain for. And then really watch a full fight with him. 
Oh man, it's exciting. I wouldn't know who to who would we fight next, but with Uncle Dana, bro, <laughs> it could be he could say something here in like three weeks that he's fighting. Who knows? Or he's stepping in for whoever, and I'd, I'm in. I'm, I'd be watching it for sure. I'm gonna miss no, it. no, absolutely with you on that. Yeah, I mean, we Uncle Dana, man. He's got he's got cards for us, man. We got next week a, a nice nice card on the uh, yeah. plus Garbrandt uh, font. Uh, I just saw that. Yeah. So that yeah. would be a really good one. We'll see if Gar- if Garbrandt's got what it takes to come back. Uh, yeah. to, to be that guy, man, because you know. He, he, he had the three fight lose streak um, yeah. and, and he came back to knock out um, uh, Asuka, Asuka, uh, uh, I can't remember this dude's name yeah yeah Asuka, yeah I know what you mean you almost had Asuka it though Asakao yeah, Asakao. So yeah, he knocked this dude out. Raphael, Asen, Asen Nunkau, and it could have been, it could have been the case where, like I said, we always, man, Cody has all the skill to be the champion. Yes. All he doesn't have is the the will to stop and be smart and and dodge punches because when he gets in the fire flight, man, he stays in and fights and takes punches when he shouldn't. Um, yeah, he stays in so the pocket. If, if he can, if he can stay smart and 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 be tactful in his fights, he can be the champion again, no doubt. Oh yeah, hell He's yeah, so talented. But yeah, good card next week. Uh, Tap was on the card. We have our our our, our fan favorite, I believe. Uh, her Jack Hermanson is on the Jack card. Jack Hermanson, yeah, that's right. Uh, man, that's everybody loves right. Mr. Yeah. Hermanson. So yeah, hell is, yeah, lots of stuff gotta- brewing, man. Even the uh, Justin Taffa versus Jared Vandera, that one's gonna be fun because uh, heavyweights, bro, heavyweights, and that's the number. That's like the third card or the third fight on the card or something, or uh, uh, leading up that's before the co-main event. Uh, so that one's gonna be really fun. Ben Rothwell's on the the um, prelim, and Ben Rothwell, he's a UFC vet, dude. I think we talk about him a few times. Yeah, he, he, I feel yeah, like, dude, yeah I know we mentioned him. him. Yes, dude. He, he this guy is just a different. Man, just different. Oh yeah, he's, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, next week's card should be a lot of fun, a lot for us to dive into. And who knows, man? As I mentioned, with the UFC, the way Uncle Dana's been shaking things up, dude. Uh, we could be talking about we could recapping fights and then talking about future fights for sure. Well, yeah, because he's got to shake up the trees in the UFC because he's always he's he's disturbing things in the boxing ring. You know, because apparently <laughs> yeah. GSP had this amazing opportunity to fight Delahoya and uh, Dana, oh, uh, Dana White. Dana White shot it down. He's so, getting pissed, man. He said, "Stop talking to my fighters." Well, I got one. I got one for you as well. We'll see. I've been reading, and we'll see how uh, how much validity comes to it whenever. It gets shot down by Dana again. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Usman wants to fight Jake Paul, and they, there has been beef. You know, he he thinks this kid just needs to be taught a real lesson, um, and I'm with it. Um, so, what do you think, uh, Usman in a boxing ring fighting a Jake Paul who has been training, uh, which I'll give him credit for. He has been training re- legitimately with real boxing trainers and. And getting his body right to fight, uh, but I don't know about the power of Usman. <laughs> uh, yeah, Is he no. Ah uh, man, I say, dude. I don't know. Hell nah. I mean, I know he can take a hit, 
I know. I'm kind of. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think so. Who hit? Yeah, you're right. Who's hit him? Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, you're right. But does Kamara? Does Kamara have the? Well, he did break Kobe Covington's jaw, bro. And Kobe Covington. Yes, and he's got a he's got a jaw. He's got a chin. Everybody knows yeah. that. Everybody so, got Oh, and then what he yeah. did, what he just did to Jorge Masvidal, dude. No, yep. I think knocked him out. I think, I think if if Jorge Co- is a street fighter, dog. Yes, dude. If Kamaru Usman hits uh, 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 Logan Paul or Jake Paul or whatever, uh, his other brother is gonna get knocked out too. <laughs> you know? No, He's no, I, I completely, I love that. Oh, hey, that, that that's amazing. Yeah, no, even even uh, I, I I think um, every Paul will be a casualty. Chris Paul, uh, Jake Paul, uh, yeah. Paul State Farm. Uh, every Paul will be in trouble. Uh, yes, dude. Paul That's McCartney, funny. Every every Paul. He's gonna catch these hands. Yeah, <laughs> like it's just, it's just gonna be. Real trouble. Um, so the no, fall, I, I really... fall. <laughs> the fall, fall, or something. <laughs> Paul Newman. Yeah. No, look, look. Everybody is going to be feeling the heat. So yeah, yeah. I no, pray man. for all the Pauls. <laughs> Dude, keep your Pauls close, okay? <laughs> keep your Pauls close to you. So, you know, two hands. Okay, make sure you have two hands on. Oh man. But yes, dude, uh, that's going to be really exciting. That's going to be really exciting to uh, see how the UFC turns up, see what else kind of fights we have left uh, coming down here uh, uh, halfway, th- almost, almost halfway through the year. Huh. No doubt, man. Well, we got a little bit of some NFL news. For you, uh, you know, it's pretty cool. Not, you know, it's brewing. It's coming back. We're mm-hmm. doing it. You know the oven's on. It, the, it, it's on low. It's on a light simmer right now. Uh, but we got the NFL schedule release. Okay. Okay. So and I got some news for you. Um, next yes. week, man, I'm gonna drop Malcolm's projections. Okay. Uh, MP's list is coming out, and we got. Uh, I'll tell you who the Super Bowl winner is. We're gonna have the the Bears results. The the Washington football team's results. And, and I'll tell you who gets all the way to the chip and wins it all. And um, no spoiler alerts on this one, but uh, I got one funny note to talk about real quick in the NFL. Yeah. So the the Packers are kind of now begging for Aaron Rodgers to come back. It's kind of funny. Begging. Uh, and, and, and they need to seem desperate because... If he leaves, they go from NFC contender like they were just in the NFC championship game last year right. to NFC North, like bottom feeder. Yeah. You know, like, I, yeah, I mean, they might be able to beat out Detroit, I guess. But sure. But but the, they will be third <laughs> or fourth in their division if they don't have Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, um, I know. But... Uh-huh. Oh, um, I just, I just, I think it's funny. You want to walk back all this uh, Aaron Rodgers stuff? They were so ready to get rid of him, and now, hey, wait, 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 wait. Take this. We money. can't. We need you. We yeah, because I, so. I've seen because even the 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 town, the city of Green Bay, uh, business owners, restaurant owners are saying, begging. Yeah, if uh, Aaron eats, if Aaron stays, Aaron eats free or something. Everyone, yep. yep. everyone. Be my new wife better eat free too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cause she's hungry. 
or whatever <laughs> she is, new whatever. She's something. Yeah, new. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think they, they had a previous thing. Aaron keeps his uh, paw, his hand, his cards close to his chest. His paws yeah. <laughs> all these balls. No, look. Yeah, uh, yeah, all these balls. Yeah. So, um, uh, one other listen. thing, man. Do you see yes. Tom Brady? Um, he, man, Tom Brady's kind of since becoming a Buccaneer, he's not the the Patriot way is not exactly what he has to follow anymore. He's being a little more fun on social media, yes. cursing a little bit. You know, Tom's being, I think, Tom for the first time in his twenty year career in 21 seasons he's now like he's trolling the cowboys did you see uh the cowboys and the bucks are playing opening day um thursday night football nine nine cowboys bucks and they're gonna i think it's hilarious because they're gonna be playing in tampa and tom had posted that he's excited to play quote unquote america's team um you know what i mean tom brady posted it quote unquote like i think it's kind of hilarious because he's like america's team hasn't won i've won more championships than america's team since america's team has even won a championship (laughs) yeah i i too am on a a championship winning team if uh America's winning team. I know what you mean. That's funny. You won just as many as they did uh, in the same amount of time. Yeah, and like yeah, as a franchise, the Cowboys have won five Super Bowls. Tom Brady has eclipsed that in his career. He's been to a ten. I mean, Jesus Christ! Like, mm. yeah, this is a really? disaster. So no, I, I think it's I think oh. it's funny. I, the NFL. I'm very excited for the season ahead. Oh, uh, yeah. Got an amazing schedule. Your Bears, week one. You like yeah. that matchup against the Rams? Right against the Rams. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, Sunday that's night a Sunday night. Sunday night football, yeah. Or whatever. Uh, yeah. Hey, I'm, dude, I'm, I'm, you, you, you think your rookie's going to start? I don't know. I would love to see him start, though. I think this kid is going to be. Man, oh man, I, I, there's like a crazy optimism I have for the guy, and I'm yeah. just excited to see it. You, and then they have a great defense, man. They have a great defense. If we can get this offense together, if we can get the defense healthy, bro, the Bears, we might even go nine and eight. <laughs> I tell you nine what, seven, if nine you seven, guys seven. can get rid of Andy Dalton, uh-huh. because you got to keep Nick Folds as a backup. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Justin Fields can start. I think you guys can go better than nine and eight, man. This, <laughs> yeah. You, last year you had a, you didn't have eight. a bad. I mean, it wasn't all that bad. No, I called it eight and eight. <laughs> I said that every year. We go well, eight and eight. Hey, that, you, you and, and the, you and I'm Jason off. Garrett have something in common. Cowboys. <laughs> America's team. America's team. Yeah, eight and eight. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, and then I have something for you, bro. I have something for uh, uh for you to mark on your calendar as well. February sixth, twenty twenty two, NFL Pro Bowl. <laughs> oh, bacon, homie. You bacon. This guy, this guy. Okay, okay, yeah. Mark your calendar. Of course now. I'll tell you what, uh, Patrick Mahomes won't be in it. <laughs> Yo, no, you think he's gonna be in the Super Bowl? Ah, uh, you said it, not me. You said yeah, it, not me. Very cool, very cool. I like that. All right, no, that's gonna be really fun. 
Oh man, I, I just love. Uh, I, I dude, I honestly, uh, the NFL is probably got my like the, my favorite. Football's gonna be my favorite sport to watch, dude. I can watch football all day long, and then basketball, similar. I can like with all these games going on right now, dude. My phone's going crazy, and I know there's some games on TV. And it's gonna be all day. Uh, sports, man. I just absolutely love sports. Yeah, sports, 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 man. Sports. It is amazing. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it runs my world. It's uh, it's uh, it's uh. <laughs> Part of the part of one of the one of the engines that that runs my whole universe is you know I got yeah. like a, a four core engine I got like a family I got a food I got a sports and then I got a whatever it is that that fourth one is I'm not occupation, sure yeah occupation voca- vocational yeah yeah skills. I'm trying to figure what that one's all about still you know, life full of journeys yeah. how do you do that. <laughs> man we we i think we've we've nailed a hell of a show today uh and and for me i got i got one thing i'd like to close i got a i got a jam for you and jam I, 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 i'll give it to you nice and easy because it, it is not it's time to jam up it is not the easiest thing to palate. I'm going to go ahead and give you the heads up on that now. So there's a documentary on Netflix. And I think everyone should take an hour and a half to, to watch it. It is, oh my gosh, Seaspiracy was, is on Netflix right now. Seaspiracy is, um, it's about the ocean and the pollution in the ocean. And man, hope and I, my wife and I, we do a good job of recycling and going out of our way to do all these things in what we think is helping uh, the environment. But man, breaking, like earth shattering, no. like, dude, my heart fell apart no. yesterday. It, it was really... It was really ruthless, and I think everyone should take the time to watch it because um, it really is an eye-opening documentary, and um, uh, I really couldn't say anything more. Uh, I, it's not to be positive or negative, but man, it was it was a lot. It was a lot to take, um, and even afterwards, like it's on my heart. I watched it less than twelve hours ago, and I'm like, I can't. It's still heavy on your heart. You can like hear that. it. So, like, yeah, yeah, it's really, it's something else. So, yeah, definitely, um, definitely take um, the time to watch that. I, I don't know if I want to call it a jam, but it is the thing I watch. It's something to watch. Um, yeah, but that's it, good, though. It's, it's more of an insightful jam. How about it's that, good. you know? I love uh, that. We could all use those. Inner so, jams. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, an inner jam. I get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's what I got for hey, this week. I like Check that. Check it out. Yes. Do your research. Uh, find out where your food is coming from. Uh, that sounds awful. Okay. Seaspiracy. All right. I'll definitely uh, check it out if it's on Netflix. Sure is, brother. Seaspiracy. Oh, I see how you spell it. Oh, oh, oh. oh no. I didn't want to. Okay. I see it. Ah! No. Okay. I'm going to have to. Oh, my goodness. Oh my goodness! I'm just reading. Oh, I won an award for. Oh no, the team behind the. Oh, I've seen Cowspiracy. The uh, it's the same people that made Cowspiracy uh, uh, that with like Leonardo DiCaprio in like yes. 2014. Yeah. Uh huh. Exactly. Uh, no, yeah, yeah. no. Uh huh. Okay. Well, yeah, I know you had something different for us this week. We're yes. dropping a flavor, huh? 
Yes. And I appreciate you reminding me. I wanna. I mentioned I was gonna talk about Texas again. I was just in Texas last week, dude. Some of the most greatest people, man. I really enjoyed everybody out there. Um, but while I was in, I was just outside of Dallas. Uh, there's like IKEA. There's an IKEA in Frisco, Texas. But Frisco also is home of Kenny's Burger Joint, bro. It's this like place that like just specializes in burgers and everything is big in Texas and that includes its crazy burgers and the flavor you know big flavor big time dude great place uh I even like came home and like recreated a burger here and I'm telling you right now dude I gave it to the dogs because I'm like I'm not gonna eat this so, <laughs> I'm not gonna eat this so, <laughs> so you're saying the food was so good you might have <laughs> you might have yeah. went off Yes, dude. Well, I know. Uh, okay, for me, I knew it was good because my daughter, she's six. She doesn't ever finish a meal, but she finished her kid's uh, meal, the kid's burger. Uh, and just finished the plate, dude. Went at it. Yes, dude. And the way that Frisco's kind of set up, there's a lot of cobble steps, a cobble roads, uh, small communities. We walked from the hotel to the, uh, to the burger joint and then walked back. Like, it was, everything was so small so like close in fact like just a few days that we were there uh i really fell in love with the place uh and i saw all sorts of people all sorts of walks of life dude early morning skateboarders just hating the streets dude uh i smelled it was cushion the air so uh i felt right at home right away dude <laughs> but yeah uh i loved it dude kenny's burger joint i don't know if you guys are ever out in frisco or uh, or you know what i would really love if you guys know about a burger joint here in Tulsa that you're like, Kevin, you gotta go try this. Uh, uh, the, the Cordon Blues. Blows you know. <laughs> Burger, Katusa. Oh, what is it? What is it? Blows Burger. Katu- it's in Katusa. Yeah, okay. Alright, right I, I, I got county, you. County line and Admiral. Yeah, oh, okay. Dude, I'm gonna put a little mark there. Okay, dude. Excellent. Alright, there it is. Hold your... Everybody else, hold your thoughts, hold your requests, hold your uh, recommendations until I try it. <laughs> one, one burger at a time. Yes, yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm, that's the type of guy I am. I'm a one burger man. And to go to show you how awesome a great guy I am, I'm going to remind everybody who's listening to subscribe to the show, y'all. If it's on Apple, Google, Anchor, Spotify. All right. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. It's at the Record Pod. Like the Facebook page. It's at the Record Podcast. Just a little reminder right before we close the show. <laughs> Absolutely, man. That's amazing. Amazing show today. Man, meditate. Make you go away. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Peace, y'all.